Hey everybody, welcome to the JR Show podcast. I am he, JR. Today, a very special guest for you. He's a Texan. He used to drive a sausage delivery truck before he started doing music full-time. Just a great man of faith and a very funny guy as well. We're going to hit him with some questions here. Without further ado, let's get into this. Today's guest on the JR Show podcast is Mr. Micah Tyler. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, will you please help me welcome today's guest, Mr. Micah Tyler. How are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic. It is uh, only had you on the show one time. Yeah. And so you've gone off and become a, a major success in recording artist. So congratulations. You know what? I appreciate that. I haven't done a whole lot of anything for 15 months, but back at a former yeah. life, I did play some yeah. music. So let's start this interview uh, doing something that uh, I've been wanting to do for a long, long time. Yeah. And with the help of some talented friends, well, they pretty much hung a green curtain. But no, yeah. there's more to it. I mean, that's not all that it is, right? There's more, Alex? Yeah. Okay, there's a lot more to it. Yeah. The green screen world, I'm new to it. So I wanted to give artists, guests, the chance to pick the background scene. Oh, what a luxury. So I have a list, almost like a menu when you walk into some sort of a, you know, sit down place and and there's Mm. like, here's the few things we're offering today. Okay. So you've now seen... Like a really nice, like an olive garden type of situation. Yes, like something fancy. Something really high end, (laughs) special occasion. Today, your options for background are a jungle scene, a pirate themed background, or the moon. What would you like to go with? So fun, fun fact, I I have a secret side project that I want to do a completely pirate based EP. Okay. Oh. Under the stage name Micah Tyler <laughs> was one thought. But I've got a couple. Just, and, and so How would you was, like an Arab personality named JR? <laughs> oh my gosh, this is happening. <laughs> this is meant to be. So, Pirate Ship would be like a, an amazing thing. And I, I've got a couple songs that we can do today if you want to. I've got a, a song about a guy who's in love with a girl they went to high school with. And she just she just stands outside in, in the hallway waiting for her to come by. It's called Davy Jones Locker. <laughs> and then I, I have one. Um, it, oh, it's, it's, a, it's a rap battle between uh, a couple of pirates. And got, here comes the hook. And so, I've got just you tell me when you're. Let me hit the button. Hit, so please we can do, it. do this. Here we go. There we go. Oh. All right. The only way you're going to see this is going to the JR Show uh, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. Amazing. All right. Let's get into the actual, okay. actual yeah. interview. This Serious was the stuff. actually the first question I wrote down. Do you, Micah Tyler, ever have days where you miss driving a sausage delivery truck? <laughs> like, like you just like, I'm tired of the... You know, that was actually relaxing. To- Here's the deal. I was waking up at, at 2.30 in the morning. Uh, I was loading up 300 boxes of, of sausage inside of uh, freezer packages and then delivering to grocery stores. So every day, <laughs> I think about it all the time. No, here's the deal. There was, some, there was definitely some, some fun that I got to go and like kind of do some things here and there yeah. and have some alone time, quiet time kind of thing. But yeah. uh, it's a little better getting driven on a bus somewhere and waking up and playing a concert right. than to be uh, chunking sausage out. It's better waking up eating sausage at a five-star restaurant than... You know what? I'll even, it. even a two-star. I mean, whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take that over waking up super early. This anyway. is going to be an awesome transition. Yeah. Let's go from you driving sausages all over Texas sure. to talking about song waking, wake, walking free. 
I mean, that feels seamless to me. <laughs> While we're talking in front of a pirate theme. Yeah, of course. This is this the is, weirdest. This is what I had envisioned. We're like, let's pitch in these. Let's talk about songs. Like, this is the setting I want to do it in. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, Walking Free is a, I, I, it's a song that I love a ton. It's just, it's 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 super hopeful. I feel like that through the whole pandemic, I think we all felt a little stuck. And just kind of feels like we're kind of shut down, locked in, locked down, waiting for something to happen. And, uh, you know, the, the, the famous phrase, uh, you know, a, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. But it's sometimes that first step feels like a thousand miles sometimes. I think kind of getting back into normalcy and walking out of this stuff, you know, it's 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 a big deal for us to kind of go back to trusting things and taking those steps and stuff. So this song is like this like anthemic thing of like, hey, I'm not I'm walking away from something. I'm walking towards something better. And it's taking those steps and trusting Jesus along the way. And so I'm, I'm pumped to kind of maybe be kind of like an anthem kind of walking into some normalcy here. The other day, um, uh, let's go with a serious question for a second. The other day, I had this crazy four-hour uh, window, Micah, where I was driving home from the station, and like for some reason, the sun that day was like it was just looked like a giant orange that was setting. It was going down after yeah. a hard day, but it was just huge as it was going down. And I just maybe it's being artistic types, you think a little deeper about stuff. But for some reason, while I was driving, I'm like. There is a giant ball of fire in the sky that keeps me warm and grows things. Like, that's weird. Yeah. And then I got home, uh, and then the next morning, my wife had got a pineapple at the store, like a whole one. We don't do that. You know, we buy. We yeah, sure. So I'm like, let me eat that. So I like chopped into it, and it was one of the greatest, sweetest tastes I'd ever tasted in my life. And I was like, this is, just grew out of the ground. And it's got this... And then I went to go prepare for the radio show, opened up a laptop, and the screensaver was one of those galaxy, like where you see the galaxies. Yeah. So it was bang, bang, bang. Three things where my mind was like the magnificence of God is just, it's everywhere. And so I just want to lead into a question for you. Um, just like, is there anything that's sort of small and a daily thing that you're like, you, you stop and think? God is magnificent, and I see it in a, you know. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> so so I spent the last ten years before before pan, pre pandemic traveling a lot. Like I was gone two hundred days a year, spending a lot of time away. I've got a wife and three kiddos who I just they're my favorite people in the world. Um, and for me, uh, I, I think that one of the biggest blessings, you know, we as a family, we prayed every single day. God, would you take this pandemic away? Would you, you know, we, we know that you can heal. We're asking for things to be, you know, for us to get through these things. We want people being sick and stuff. But we also said, God, don't let us waste the moments that we have. And, and I think one thing that God's really taught me over the last little bit is I just kept waiting for tomorrow, thinking like, oh my God, maybe something tomorrow will change or whatever. And I, I would think about the things that I was doing before and like, oh, I wish I would have done something different. I would have been more prepared for this thing coming. But I realized the only, the only thing that we have is today. And so the, the, the beauty that God's shown me is that the only thing that I can impact today is what's in front of me. And God gave me a year to spend with my wife and three kids. I saw, I've been married to my wife for 17 years now. We were high school sweethearts before that, so we dated for three years. I've never seen her more in a calendar year than I did last year. And so really waking up in my bed, taking my kids to school, just being able to be straight up dad mode for a full year was one of the most beautiful 
just life-giving, wonderful things. Now, they're ready for me to go back out on tour. <laughs> they're ready for the, like, you've been home enough, you're, you're kind of messy, but no, it's, but it's been like, just, just little things like that, like sitting on a soccer field, watching my kids play, being able to go and sit at a meal, and like the, the food that we got to prepare together, and we cooked in the dinner, we're listening to music, we're hanging out, we're sitting together, and we're praying as a family. I'm just going, God, please allow me to be appreciative of this second right here, because yeah. I'll never get it back again. You're talking Ecclesiastes type stuff, because it's like, there's this moment where he says there's nothing better for men and you know to eat drink and be, you know the enjoyment yes. of life and when and i feel the same as you, i work for like seven radio stations and blah, blah blah and so i have one marble dancing around by the time i get home so yeah. my family's like he's work you know he's don't even so I'd like you to get that back where you can go god meant for us to laugh and yeah. enjoy food and color and all these things right and sometimes you got to go yeah yeah so, so it's, it's 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 been a it's been a beautiful reminder and and here's the deal it's also made me look at the things looking forward like whenever we do get to go back out and do shows it makes me so much more appreciative that we get this opportunity now to do these things but I all, always want to go back home and yeah. be able to value that I'm going to value it even more when I'm away from them and I'm going to value it even more when I'm in front of them so it's been a it's been a real blessing um I Michael I was telling a coworker the other day that um for the past 16 years as a dad. I have not been able to be a part of hobbies. The show I did in the kids' hobbies. So the show I did in Nashville was seven to midnight. Then came to the Joy FM, and it's like afternoons, but you're not really off till seven, so you're home by seven four. You know, there's bedtimes, and so haven't been able to, you know, be a part of the stuff. Yeah. Um, and you just obviously we talked about this earlier about just being on the road, and it's a different lifestyle. So we're kind of similar lifestyles. Um, is there ever a moment you think to yourself, you know, God, thank you for these gifts and stuff, but you look at somebody that does a nine to five and it just feels normal. And do the only person I've ever asked this of was Chris Tomlin. And he's like, he, he, he looked at a waiter one day and he was like, nobody, there's no pressure. I mean, there's pressure being a waiter, but I'm saying nobody's waiting. Their livelihoods are not dependent upon that waiter. And he's like, mm. he told his wife, some days I just want to go forget this all. Yeah. I, that sounds I, like a morbid question. I don't mean it to be. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I, I associated growing up, I had an incredible dad. And my dad was, mom was a stay-at-home mom. Uh, dad worked at a paper mill. And he had a shift work job, but he was always available to coach t-ball teams. Yeah. And so my, I, I was always, I always correlated being a dad as like being involved in sports and like that kind of thing. And so whenever my oldest uh, turned five, it was the year that the Lord called us to, to step out and do this music thing full time. Yeah. So all of a sudden, the first chance that I got to be t-ball coach, it felt like the Lord took that from me. And it was mm -hmm. a weird, it was a real recalibration for my heart. And, uh, and yeah, that's, that's the thing is like, I, growing up, there was, you know, I didn't have big aspirations. I, I come from Buna, Texas. There's not a whole lot of roads that lead from Buna, Texas yeah. to Nashville, Tennessee. So <laughs> the dream of being a musician came later in life. Um, I was a youth pastor for 10 years. That came at the very end of high school. But as a kid, I was the most excited to be a dad. Yeah. Like that was really like being a dad and a husband was what I got to see in my house. And I had a great set of parents and a great dad. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of times where I'm going like, man, I wish I could punch a clock at five <laughs> and then be able to be home be involved, show up at the games, cheer them up, instead of 
FaceTiming or, you know, having to hear about the science project on the phone or trying to figure out those things. So, uh, yeah, but again, that's, that's one of those deals too, that the pandemic has been one of those things that we've, we've tried to say, God, there's purpose in everything. We're going to try to see the the fruit of this opportunity that we have right now. And so, so that's kind of what we've, I've, I've really kind of been able to be like a full fledged merit badge dad, (laughs) actually do the thing this time, waking up and and sling breakfast and do the whole deal. So I'm going to apron. Do you do an apron? I, I don't. I don't do an apron. I just, I'm just like, let, I'll clean up afterwards. Yeah. It's just, let me go and just, let me just go and feel the whole thing out. Let's yeah. fling it wherever it needs to go. And then <laughs> I will take care of this when it's over with. I read an article um, recently, Micah, that somebody took a poll of Americans that they think they could survive two weeks in the wild without dying. Is that high or low for you? Is the bar just not die? Uh, <laughs> am, yeah. I, am, I, am I trying to thrive uh, out there? It said, it am said, I just recolonizing no, a, an this area? This is an like episode a, of Lost. It's uh, <laughs> uh, it, just the question, how long do you think you could survive in the wild? And oh. the average American said two weeks. Would that be high or low for you? Okay. I, I'm gonna, let, me, let me go through the ideas. Okay, we're looking at jungle. Um, I don't. I don't feel really great with my zoology of knowing what to what to mess with and not Study mess with. Study of rocks, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, and then and then I've got. If I'm in a desert, I don't feel comfortable about being able to find like water in the ground. Yeah. Um, it, it, it are we talking like? It depends on my my, my foliage and my landscape. Yeah. I, th- I think just average though. I don't know that I would make it. I, you know what? I read Lord of the Flies in seventh grade. I'd be fine. I think I could figure it out. You know that what? Was just surviving the other Please, kids. Please, Jesus, <laughs> don't don't put me in the wilderness. But you know what? I'm sure it'd be fine. Do you remember that song as a child about, it was very fear-based, but <laughs> please don't send me to Africa. Okay, wow, that only made it. No, I don't, but now, but that's become my theme song for right now. Look at this moment right here. <laughs> you're going to put it on your pirate album. We're on a ship, and we're just going to, a, if we get no. shipwrecked, I'm going to be in trouble for at least two weeks. It was, I ended up being a missionary for two years, yeah. but I remember as a little kid, all the people that come speak at, at church <laughs> had all these stories of, People like it's so dangerous out there in yeah. Africa. You could eat by line. And then some Christian artists, I think it made the radio. Like it was one of those comedy guys, like Mike Mark 100%. Lowry. Yeah. And it was it was all about please God, don't send me to Africa. <laughs> and uh, but the wilderness, I was just thinking like Texas by yourself, no rescue. Well, to be fair, I live in Buna, Texas. We barely have electricity and the internet over there. So I mean, I, I would say that I've I've thrived for you thirty-eight could... <laughs> years now. So I guess I'm, I guess I'm, I could do okay there. You're OG surviving I, the wilderness. When I when we first moved into our, our house like a couple like eight years ago, we, we didn't have high speed internet, and so I called AT and T. It's like, hey, can we get internet in our house? And they said, uh, hi man, uh, you know what? We got a couple left. I'm like, a couple of internets? And he said, yeah. He said, he, he said, yeah. So I, I so they come out there and hooking up. And my neighbor comes over goes oh my gosh are you did you get internet and i was like yeah he goes i gotta call him he called him and this i'm not lying he goes uh uh, hey my neighbor just got the internet i was just see if i can get that over here he goes oh man we are smooth out of internet right now like there was a jar of internet and i got the last one so so you know what i guess technically i've been doing okay in the wilderness for a while this is great you're the crocodile hunter I probably am living it rougher than what I thought. Our mosquitoes are like birds over there. So I guess it's, it's kind of like a game of Jumanji at all times where I live. It's great. We are wrapping up with Micah Tyler. And I know you're on the road with Mercy Me this fall. Um, and we did uh, a contest, not a contest, but kind of asked the audience, what is the greatest song of faith all time? And we got 
tens of thousands of votes for yeah. a whole month. It got whittled from like Waymaker taking on Reckless Love and oh yeah, whittled all the way down to I can only imagine the Amazing bracket Grace. Is, oh, okay, I can only imagine Amazing Grace. Which of those two is the <clears throat> now you're contractually obligated? <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm gonna go from uh, I John, on the bill. To Newton's not gonna come get me. I don't think so. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say I can only imagine oh. is the greatest yeah. Christian song. Not only have I ever heard, but that will ever be written. I am I'm yeah. just sure of it. At least yeah. until late like November. <laughs> <laughs> Always great to have you. Thanks, uh, man. Thanks for having me. Well, hope you enjoyed that. Uh, he's he's like a double threat, Micah Tyler. He's a funny guy but can say something that can uh, enhance your faith, you know, uh, draw you closer to God. So I love I love those double threats. All right, so let's get down to, to the brass tacks, if that's a phrase. You can subscribe to the JR Show podcast if you haven't done so already. That will allow you to be notified when a new one comes out next week. Blanca is going to join me. Very excited about that. Um, follow us on Instagram. We always appreciate that five-star rating. And again, hit subscribe. Uh, you'll be alerted. Uh, when new content comes out on the JR Show podcast. That's it for this week. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Peace.